This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever. Dog. Hi, it's me, Meatball. And this is Big Dipper. Uh, this is a content warning for today's episode. Yes, during this episode, we say some flippant and dismissive things about a disabled drag performer named Trans Fat. Our ableist privilege prevented us from understanding how offensive our conversation was. We have contacted them directly to apologize for this. But rather than remove the conversation from the podcast, uh, it is included in the episode for full transparency and accountability. We're sorry for the damage that our comments caused. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Hey, every fuck. <laughs> you did it wrong. It's, hey, you fucks, you stupid little fucks. Are you ready for this, you little fucks? You, you, you're just a bunch of little sloppy fucks. <laughs> hey, every fuck. Why don't we say every fuck instead of everybody? Oh. Every fuck. Well, I feel like everybody yeah. is very gender neutral. Rock your fuck. Yeah. yeah. Every fuck. Rock your fuck tonight. Is it tonight? Yeah. Backstreet's back all right. Oh. You think fucks is gender neutral? Do I, think, I sound crazy right now? I think everybody. Full disclosure, we're not in our normal We're not place. in the normal studio, and it always throws me. We've only ever done this once before. I feel like I'm echoing. Well, it is echoey in here. It's more echoey than um, other places. We're in. Um, but Anna will take care of it. Right, Anna? You'll edit she's, this. She's not here. You'll make it prettier. Um, we're in a Willem's studio, so as you know, the ketamine is coming through the wall. Okay, you have to stop <laughs> making jokes. He doesn't even listen to the show. I know it's fine. That's why I think it's funny. <laughs> um, Cause, people... uh, uh, because after she said so- the thing about me on her podcast, and then I made fun of hers, people were asking like, "Are you guys actually in a fight?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> oh I was like, "I don't even think I'm on her radar." You're like, like she, she doesn't, doesn't even, even fucking have your phone care. number. <laughs> she does. I came over for her live show. Oh, she texted okay. me to come over for her. The makeup launch for Coverboy here. Oh, right. For her live show. What was it? Uh, welcome back to another episode of Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Hi, Meeps. Hi! How are you? I'm good. Um, some things of note that have happened recently. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? You went home and saw your family after flying all the way back from the UK. Well, I had a Friendsgiving that uh, former guest Ryan Walker Page invited me to, which lovely was gal. really lovely. And then following that activity, the next day I went to Palm Springs and I saw family. And so I had leftover Thanksgiving on Friday, which was lovely. There was a, Everything was left over, so I got to eat all the different foods. Oh. That sounds so great. Yeah. It was a nice, chill, easy time. I, uh, ooh, 
What was that? Grinder? <laughs> Growler. Should I just read what it says? Yeah. Just read whatever this comment is. Okay. It's probably like, hey, I love your music. Come uh, suck my dick off. It does say hello handsome, but there is a previous message from November 6th. Should what I read a, that? Yes. Oh, I saw a lot of hard eyes. It says, hello, handsome man. Hard eyes, a smiley emoji. If you need a very good feet, legs massage and slow, deep blowjob, please let me know. Very healthy here. No drugs. For your eyes only. Thanks, Ralph. What does he mean for your eyes only? Did he send pictures or no. unlock his private? No. Does he for your any? eyes only, I guess I shouldn't have read this message publicly, Ralph. Oh, for your eyes only. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we have it. I'll put also, my... that's like the complete opposite because you, you're like, well, actually, I'll come over and I'll massage your lower half and give you a blowjob. <laughs> I'm all good with my giant ass caps. We also just had a live show, yes. which was insane. That's him? No, someone else. Oh, yeah, that guy could hit it. Um, yeah, the live show was interesting. You all just heard it actually last week on the the feed. Mm-hmm. It was a unique and fun experience for us. What's what was hard is that like when we're in our little podcasting studio, it's just like the two of us, our guest and our producer, right? But this was weird to try to have a real conversation well, with somebody with an audience watching because. When I'm in front of an audience, I just want to hear laughs. Well, and like he, I will do anything for a laugh. I think you, <laughs> duh. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think you and I do different things in front of a live audience than maybe like a stand-up comedian or a storyteller or mm-hmm. like something does. So when you do a podcast live, you feel the pressure of like doing stand-up. And both of us have done stand-up before, yeah. maybe not su- that successfully, but I we've done it. Oh, you did a nice job. Yeah. But our guest Danielle like does stand up all the time oh. and was such a fucking pro it was such a and really, I was like, y'all didn't get to hear it but she came out and just did this stand up set that like cracked the audience like right. they were ready for us after that <laughs> and because we were like beforehand I was like oh shit well cause we went out there and I was like we got it no big deal a bunch of our friends are gonna be here and the moment we stepped on stage I was like what have we done well it was already why are we here it was already 10 o'clock Not- so everyone was like ready to sleep and like think, think the last thing anyone wants at 10 o'clock is like well, let me just sit in this dark well warm girl they room. all came out also, we have to give our listeners a lot more credit because people showed the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, we were afraid there was going to be six people It was there. sold out. It was sold out. The room held 50 people, but it was sold out. I mean, we didn't need to leave that detail. Yeah, so that was a unique experience. I think it would be fun to do them like, I would love to do them like four times a year or maybe even more than that. Well, let us know if you would come. Get used to it. I think we could get used to it. I also think that there was something fun about the way, like, the little game. It was, like, kind of interactive. Like, we would leave that out, clearly. I, yeah. But, like... I also think that you and I could travel to a city and do, like, a small early evening podcast taping. And then, go and then do a club night where yeah. you do drag shows and I do music. Yeah. And I think that could be like a really fun, like, we could go to Boise and eat all those good chocolates. Mm-hmm. Right, Rodney? Book us at the Balcony Club. I think someone I know is going there. Pinche is going Yeah, there, so. Boise's an amazing town for drag. I love Boise. They love the, t- the queens. Uh, well, so we have a really exciting special guest today. I know, I'm very excited. She uh, is a on star. her way. She's a celebrity. <laughs> She's a star and a celebrity. She's friends with all the famous girls. And when did you meet her? 
Tricks. First time I met. Our guest is Trixie Mattel. When did you meet her? I met. Our guest is Trixie Mattel. <laughs> I first met her um maybe three or four three years ago mm-hmm. at a Queen Kong. The and then anytime the Boulets booked her for a Queen Kong, they would book us together. Right. Right. So I've worked right. with her like three times. That's it. I'm trying to remember when I met her because I think it's a similar story to Kim Chi where like I think maybe I knew her in Chicago in passing mm-hmm. but when we met and I'll ask her when we met here in LA it was sort of like a oh hi you oh hi you I know you let's be friends yeah but I don't think that we had ever really hung out prior to that I definitely haven't hung out with her oh like never oh this will be fun yeah I know Okay, well, in just a moment, uh, for us in this real time, but in just a second for you out there listening, uh, we'll have our special guest. So, get ready for Trixie Mattel! Woo! How, How are, are you doing? You? So good. Thank Your you for having me. lip gloss is popping. Oh, it's just like a little lip balm. <laughs> you know, a aqu- Aquaphor. Low mama. Advanced healing ointment therapy for dry, cracked, irritated skin. Wow, drag yourself right out the gate. <laughs> yes, God. I have super dry skin, so when I have to be in drag a lot, I have to carry, like, you know, I have to just basically balm my face all day between makeup applications. Yeah. And, like, once it comes off, I feel like I've stripped my face of all the oil. So yeah. you just, like, rub in lotion. It's You're into bad. moisturizing? I'm very into moisturizing now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you? Or do you just stay moist, just sweaty fat fuck? Well, oh my I God, need, <laughs> I need to moisturize more often than I do. Oh. But I love the idea. I've said this before. I have the fantasy. I'll, I'll oh, ask yeah. you for the reference. Okay. The film Patch Adams. Have you seen it? No. Cool. <laughs> well, carry on. Well, <laughs> well, well, it's over. Well, no, he has this fantasy where he wants to be in a bathtub just full of lotion because he wants like Doesn't the that sound weight amazing? of the liquid. Yeah, it sounds good. It would be kind of, yeah. I mean, I feel like that you couldn't get out. Like, wouldn't it be so dense that and like viscous that you wouldn't be able to like lift your arms? Someone would eventually help me. Yeah, and it would maybe not stay warm. It would feel cold. Oh, it would get very cold. But I think that would be great. Like on a hot summer day, submerge yourself (laughs) (laughs) in a bathtub full of lotion. Yes, there's a lot of variables to make this happen. But I'm looking for a sugar daddy. This is what you got to do. You got to do a song about lotion (laughs) and get them to send you free lotion. Yeah, because that it worked for Lacroix. The moment the moment you do a song about something, they definitely want to send you free things. You know, it really depends. I just did some video where I talked about Albaline makeup remover. Oh, yeah. And they sent me, like, so much Albaline. So you never know. Put it out. Put it out in the universe. The secret, when it comes to free makeup products and stuff, it's the secret. If you talk about something enough, it will come back to you in the mail. Oh, yeah. That's how I got all that sugar pill taco. Yeah. She, like, just sent me a full box of it because I was talking about how much it's my favorite color. No, her. I didn't know her before she oh, sent it really? to me. No, that's yeah. how we met. You became friends via talk? Uh-huh. Yeah. Nick's black and white cream liner is like my all-time favorite. And one day they just sent me a box of like 50 of each color. Oh, so I never have to buy it. That's and when incredible. one starts to dry out or, you know, I can't find one. Oh, I'm so like hood rich when I can't find one. I'm like, open another one. <laughs> and what? Open 10. <laughs> Who gonna check me, boo? That was like we were here in Willow Studio the other day, and she, I was uh, putting glitter all over like a go-go boy for her with her new glitters for Shop Cover Boy. This is an ad. No, but uh, she was like, "Hold on, we just have another box of them," and was just like throwing bins of glitter at me to come yeah. with them. We do a lot of our glitter fulfillment ourselves, so um, we have you know like the raw materials. <laughs> so we have 
giant before it goes in little jars it's in great big jars big vats of yes it? you could just reach in and if you want how has being like a makeup mogul now it's going? great like, it's so much work <laughs> i mean it must be right you have to pick the colors you got to do all of that well to be completely transparent i there's a lot of drag queens with lines yeah and and mo- a lot of them do lines and <laughs> yes uh, most of them collaborated with an investor or a um Somebody kind of like doing the emails and the legwork. Mm-hmm. Right. This motherfucker's doing all of it. I, mean, I assume. Oh, yeah. Black Friday last week, I was literally in the warehouse three days in a row stickering product. Oh my God. Because a- I'm going to the labs in drag. I'm going to the labs out of drag. I'm going to the meetings with like the retailers, all that. Because there's so crazy. a version of it where you could have said, slap my name on it. Yes, yeah. which I'll is actually it. fine and valid. <laughs> back in time. <laughs> oh my God, the amount of work is crazy. Right. But you know, when I hear a drag queen being like, I've put my blood, sweat, and tears in this, I'm like, uh, you emailed a PDF with your name on it. Let's relax. Yeah. <laughs> um, you picked a color. You were there for one day. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm the. You know, it's it's crazy. What the, the whole thing of it? If you want to be fancy, you think you want to go hunt down and try to make a heart shaped lipstick tube? Let me tell you. Right. Not you easy. Have to build they don't just scratch. have them. Yeah. Yeah. And then so it's, it's crazy. It's a lot of work, but oh my god. And you know, I finance it all myself. So that's the other thing is oh I've put god. all my own money into it. So when something sells well, when it's midnight on Black Friday and I'm at home alone in my robe crying because I'm like, I've made my money back. Because <laughs> right. I mean, when you're a new company, you're only one bad launch away from like, oh, we're it's over, Mary. Right. You know, oh, yeah. so it's scary. Like, yeah, let's double down on the investment because it didn't work the yeah. first time. But it's great. Me, but didn't Kim, you sell out the day it came out? Um, with the first initial launch of the glitters? We did. We just sold out a lot of them really fast. It was DragCon when we went on pre-sale and mm-hmm. it was like at a day, it was like oh, so many gone. And then for Summer of Love, for the blush palette, people love blush and that was crazy. The, the orders overnight was like, and it isn't like the influencer thing where I pretend something's sold out and yeah. like, this is a lot of transparency here. Right. I, you know, so then when it was actually selling, you know, and I'm on my, this isn't fancy. I'm on my, I'm in my living room on Shopify being like, oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> right. Because, you know, each unit, I know how much it costs and I know how much the cost for the design and for the shipping and for the, all that. Yeah. So I have my brain of like, this is the benchmark of how many blushes we have to sell before we actually make a profit. Right. And that doesn't include the salary for the product developer, yeah. or the salary for my admin, or the salary for my web designer. So then once you get all that, they're like, maybe then I'll pay myself. Like, we're coming up to a year in. I haven't paid myself yet. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it all just has to go back into making more. Yeah. Right. Great. We sold this. Well, now I have to use that to design the package for this. Yeah. Like, we're on, right now we're in holiday 2019. I'm already working on holiday 2020 now. Right. So it's like... I, like I, it, right now, it's my expensive hobby. <laughs> but that's cool because that's, I love that. But you're everybody so tells, involved. but everybody tells me that you're not supposed to pay yourself the first year. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's amazing is that you're operating a business that is successful as a performer, and so now you're diversifying what you're doing, and you're able to let it have that yeah build, and it's not like fuck, I gotta. Yeah, I believe in it later. Right. So, like, I know that in the beginning, like, we just had a really great start for Black Friday. Mm-hmm. All that did was create money to create a position. Now I'm hiring an operations manager. Right. So, like, nice. that money just created a job for and all someone your else meetings. to get paid. <laughs> like, still not me. But all your meetings, you're like, let's meet at the office and we'll just do laps and walk and talk. Yeah. That's, that's all you ever yeah. want to do in an office. Like, I'm so busy. Let's just walk and talk. Yeah. Well, we were there last week because, you know, I also learned a lot of things the hard way because I'll... Let me tell you, uh, if you have a typo in your packaging, girl, or if you 
Or if you forget to update someone's PR address yeah. and it comes back to you. Like there's so many things that are expensive mistakes that, oh God. So like last week we were definitely doing, we had to go in and judge a lot of product because there was some, like a, there was a packaging typo. And there's, you know, certain FDA compliance of like, you can't be like, people will be fine. You have to be like, oh, it's technically food and drugs. So like yeah. it has to be labeled exactly. And then as a new company, I had to learn about things like, how do you get a barcode on a product? Yeah. Drag queens selling t-shirts out of trunks. We don't think about that. No. <laughs> So, you know, and then also like, okay, I want to go do a gig in Canada. Can I legally bring lipstick on a plane to sell? Like stuff like that you don't oh, think yeah. about. Right. So it's all crazy. And then right now we're in Riley Rose and Dolls Kill. So that's been great because people can shop in person. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's awesome. It's my dream. One of my dreams. And it's crazy. Oh my do you, gosh. are you a vision board gal? Uh, yeah. Like a, like a. I'm like put it on there and we're going to do it. Yeah. When it comes to the launches, like for 2020, we have a lot of products coming out and I have like campaigns in mind. So they each have like their own little branch tree of like, these are going to be the images. And I think this, and this is the name. And sometimes the name, well, like we have a product right now. We're working on a lip gloss called Melodrama, mm -hmm. but it's spelled Mellow drama oh. and it takes a good name for me to be like oh i am that faggot and, <laughs> I, and i have like got my whole zhuzh at home in my house thinking of this word well Ooh, i think about that is so crazy like it. those people who put out eyeshadow palettes with like 20 colors on them I'm like you fucking name every single one of them and i hate when the shadows are i mean i'm two minds because when the shadows called like fierce i'm like kill yourself yeah <laughs> but when the shadows called like warm brown i'm like kill yourself so like <laughs> naming products i think is actually kind of hard yeah, yeah but i've completely. bought products because of the name i remember yeah. i was like 20 and i found a glitter called ak-47 i was like i don't care what it looks like i'm buying that mm -hmm. yeah that's me with the mac diva lipstick because it, it, it says diva you love diva lipstick yeah i, like, I love that, that like red yeah it's like that dark red purple yeah like, it says diva it says diva it i'll could, take it it could be orange and you would jeffrey has a lipstick called diva too it's like really a, it's like a a purple pink yeah Ooh. well i'm sure it's like there are only so many names for like makeup product like i'm sure there's a ton there's a, of like, crossover facts can only come up with a certain yeah. amount of names yeah yeah i do get a little irked like it's great that drag queens are coming in and doing it because we've worn makeup more than you more often than you for longer yeah. and more tested intensely. it harder yeah exactly mm -hmm. we've sweat through it in the daylight and sucked a dick in the rain in it you know like <laughs> i just wonder why no drag queen has come out with like a new base like we're all still using mayron or Krylon. Like, it's a hard thing to develop is it really yeah because think about it it's you have to have your own formula and that takes years to yeah. come up with a really good formula plus you have to do like 50 shades or you're canceled Oh, so right. you have to have the money to create uh, thousands Fenty. of, let's say, 40 shades. Yeah. That is so much money. And it has to be good enough to catch on or it's just like an expense. Right. So you really just have to grow really big. Um, but I mean, someday. Well, I found that interesting because I remember, like, obviously at the level that you have grown to with your career, like, you can't do anything without criticism. Oh, are and you so kidding? when you were like, I'm launching a cosmetics line, everyone was like, girl, there's three products. It's lipstick and glitter. And yeah. you're like, well, let me roll it out, divas. That's the thing. People are like, if you haven't done 40 products, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And you're like, how about I sell a lipstick and make some money back so I can do more? Yeah. Thank you. And but I'm all, that's why my first product was Stacy, because I was like, let's do something really. Really ignorant, hot neon pink that really goes with everybody. It's right. one, yeah. of those, one of those pinks that matches no one. Therefore, it matches everyone. Mm -hmm. Correct. Because that kind of pink on your lips, it's more like an accessory than like bringing out your natural color. Yeah, it's a statement. Yeah. It's like, I'm wearing this color. Yeah, and it would look great on deep skin, you know, whoever. And then like uh, for Summer of Love, our first model that wasn't me, we used a woman of color. Because mm -hmm. I was like, we can't just have every ad be me with my blonde hair. Like, mm -hmm. eh. <laughs> um, Because especially with blushes, people want to see this product on everyone. Right. Yeah. 
But I also I, think it's great that you're accompanying like all of your makeup releases with videos, like YouTube yeah. videos that are actually very funny, well edited, yeah. like, hilarious to watch, and it's like entertaining. Well, I, I don't know. You're like troll. seeing the makeup being used. Yeah, and we're kind of want to troll the beauty. I mean, I just to me the the highest form of comedy is the beauty community in general. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So there what is was nothing that funnier. James Charles drama with that grown woman. Yeah, oh, there's, I can't even there's a lot. I mean, I'm and I'm friends with a lot of them individually. Sure. And it's crazy because I always tread lightly because I never know who's like who's, who's fighting, who's confronting who. <laughs> yeah, for that wagging finger. Like I just did a video with uh, Manny MUA, and I was uh-huh. like, just I'm on my way over. By the way, who hates you right now? Are you canceled? <laughs> I was like, I want to use the James Charles palette, but I, am I allowed to? Like yeah. I don't know because I'm always like, who hates who? Yeah. Um, but I love it, and for my videos, we it's primarily comedy because I'm like, right. well, I'm probably the first comedian with a makeup line. Yeah. So let's lean into that side of it. Like, so my videos, we're using makeup, but it's really comedy based. Yeah. And so we had like Nicole and Monique yeah. and today we have Juno Birch. Wait, who's did you hilarious. have Nicole or did you have Meatball? <laughs> <laughs> Could you believe it? I can't. And I texted her because the day it was happening, everyone was sending me messages. Like everyone that was in the room was sending me text messages being like, you're here. And then she, I told her, I was like, someone's going to use this as a promo flyer for me. Like, they're gonna confuse it. And then literally three days later, someone used that picture of Nicole in drag as me on a promo. Nicole's gonna get a free scooter. I I fucking hate it! I fucking hate it! Jesus. Um, That is so... True, and I, I, we were like, "You look like Meatball," and I was like, "I think that's a compliment." I mean, the makeup was right, and then and then she was like, "Diva." <laughs> I know. Oh also, God. I love Nicole so much, but I almost killed her the other day. You did why? Um, I she's like taking motorcycle lessons, so I let her ride my motorcycle, but she drove it into a fence and like flew off of it, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is it! I killed America's treasure. This is <laughs> yeah. the end of it for me." But and, but she refused to wear a helmet because she didn't want to ruin her hair. Wig. <laughs> Obviously, that's so Nicole. Truly, that's so Nicole. Take the wig off. We know it's not glued down. I, know. I was also like, we're in the middle take of it off and put Nobody's the helmet on. Here. No one's gonna see it. Please wear a helmet. And it's she's like, like, I'm fine. It's like that meme of like when you're puking and you ask him to hold your hair and he says, "Just take it off." <laughs> <laughs> but we also like all of ours are comedy because also the editors we use are Jeff and Ron from. Oh, oh yeah, because oh. they've been editing me doing comedy for right. like. Four years. So, so you guys get, for them, each other. get it. Yeah, so it's great because I'm like, and they're also straight, and they're not beauty community people. Right. Oh, so so it's a great funny. way for us to go in our own direction because let's make it informative. Let's make the makeup pretty. Let's light it well, but really let's make it stupid. Yeah. I mean, right. My first video was me doing drugstore makeup, which surprisingly turned out so well because I was such a hater the whole time, you guys. Yeah. I, it was Halloween, so I was like, let's do budget Trixie makeup. Let's right. get a lot of wet and wild. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do it. <laughs> and every product, I was like, I don't know, you guys. I don't know you guys. And then at the end, it was like, you're fine. Like, you're like, why do I spend money? Like, I feel like gooped that I've spent. But then again, you know what? Cheap makeup products, it's not that they don't work. It's that the road is, it's more treacherous yes. to get it there. It's road to get there. Right. And listen, they'll work for you, experienced makeup yeah. artists. They might not work for someone yeah. who's trying it for the first time. Whereas when you're new and you're just learning makeup, a good black eyeshadow is worth its weight in gold. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, if you know how to get around it, once you've been doing makeup 10 years, you're like, okay, I can work with a bad product. You can work with mascara. But it sucks. Yeah. But and then I just did a video we recorded. I just did a video with British drugstore makeup, and wait oh, till that one comes boots. out because yes, because I thought <laughs> British drugstore makeup is more elevated. Super drug boost number uh, seven, it's better. Right. And I thought it was going to be easier. And wait, and the video I'm just in my house screaming, cursing because it was so hard. It it was so hard to make it look good. Oh it my just, god. It, but you know what that reminds me of? Like 
Price point does not matter. Whatever does not matter. The product being good is what matters. Right. I'll pay. I'll pay the moon to the moon for it if it's good. Yeah. Two, but if it's cheap two. and good, I'll use it forever. Right. Also, good products. Just it's. I now that I have elevated my makeup like products because before I would like use so much. I of, know. Like the contour and so much of it, and now you don't have to use half as much. Yeah, and that's the great thing about the internet and independent. I mean, we 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 were in the age of like ten years ago. People who controlled the makeup industry were old white French dudes who never wear makeup. They own right. all the businesses. And now homosexuals from the internet and our lady friends who love makeup, we actually can create business. <laughs> and lady friends. We can come in and say like, it can be great and this price point and you don't have to support some random old white guy. Yeah. I just watched a documentary on makeup and they were talking about that, but they were also talking about the Santee Alley makeup, like the knockoff. Oh, yes. Have you had any knockoffs I watched yet? it. No, not yet. I mean, oh. you really have to have a cult product yeah. to have knockoffs. Um, we, no, we haven't had any knockoffs yet. I mean, there's plenty of knockoff Trixies, but <laughs> but not any like knockoff products. I mean, that would be really flattering and dangerous. Oh, yeah. The whole thing about that doc, if you guys don't know, is Broken on Netflix. It was called Broken. And what they really did, and the doc was good, was they're like, we all blame the counterfeit makeup industry. You got to blame the consumer. Yeah. You're giving them your dollar. You're, you're, you're giving them another day of work. And buying that Anastasia Beverly Hills palette for $20. Girl, for what? Go to, go to Walgreens and get something safe yeah. that's cheap. Yeah. Why get something dangerous from the street? Well, I think it's more people buy it for gifts. They get it as the name because it also becomes like a it becomes a status symbol. Yeah, I have. But the you're cunt- putting like rat piss on your eye. Literally, like at least it's it's what is that? I just saw the. But this girl, this girl, Alyssa she Edwards bought a style. Kylie lip kit, and it was oh glue in it, and her lips were glued together because the base what? was what? The base was part it tested for super glue. They said they put a little. They put super glue in it to give it the viscosity yep. of the. Of the Kylie one, so it'd be as thick. And That's go the on great thing about indie Girl. indie makeup brands, also. We can do whatever we want, you know. <laughs> yeah, you get the super glue. Well, no, we can like. <laughs> I'm into glue. If you think Poison. of like, if you think of like Manic Panic or Sugar Pill, they were making vegan way before anyone cared. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's like like right now we're we're Stacy's going to go on hiatus because we're currently formulating it in vegan. Oh, nice. Because even though we do a partnership with the Honeybee Conservancy, we still wanted people having vegan. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when I first made it, I was like beeswax is a sickening base i want it to be and then it was like oh some people can't use it right but it is hard to make a vegan product that's as good but therein lies the challenge that independent makeup brands they're like i'll do it and is beeswax as far as like like animal products go beeswax is like the least um detrimental to an animal i mean it's not going out and shooting a rhino right um like jimmy john style but it's like (laughs) But it is. Um, See, I told you, meatball. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it is like you know. Uh, do you like you take their home away? Bees are endangered, right? And yeah. so, like, are we sh- like Honeybee Conservancy, which is the charity I work with. Basically, from the first batch of money I made, I started giving them money because they basically put it into bettering the lives of bees and like keep them, researching them, rehabilitating their habitats. Like I was just in New York at the Fashion Institute, and on the roof they have one of their hives, and I was in full drag oh, yeah. in a bee oh, mask. My gosh. Like pulling out the drawers and like looking at all the bees, and I took my finger and tasted honey right from the bees. Oh my god! It was crazy. Bees are wilding out, as Katya yeah. would say. <laughs> they are wilding out with Nick Cannon. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over thirty-five different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart protein plus and keto 
Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like, oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus... 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. But don't, don't, <laughs> isn't the vibe with the bee is that like they all fight to fuck the queen and then like I don't know but what is crazy is they communicate with uh, so subtly with smell when you want to go into the beehive you smoke the bees right so uh -huh. that they can't communicate so that they don't go into panic mode because oh. the bee my social media girl was in there with bare legs and we were in there and I was holding bees in my hands and they weren't stinging us and I was like this is because to me, bees are They're beautiful stingers. but scary. Yeah, right. I stay away. They are scary to me. Yeah. Sure. But um, it, 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 it was still uh, the independent maker companies, you know, we get to make choices that bigger companies Has don't Has anyone make. come for you for not being like a completely vegan or anything? Um, people have been like, we're not, uh, not doing biodegradable glitter, not doing completely vegan, but all of our new lip products are vegan. Uh -huh. And we're always looking for glitters that are biodegradable sure. that are as good. Yes. That's the challenge is... So, like, on my website, what we do is coach people on how to responsibly remove it. Use tape. tape. Like, don't flush down the toilet, you know. Right. Um, but there's always ways to get better. Right. And the other thing is I'm not I, I'm not here for big companies snatching things from drag culture. Mm -hmm. I want us to be mainstream. But I'm like, keep your hands off some shit, you know, nothing. You're, no drag knowledge <laughs> mouth. Sure. So, I think we're, like, five seconds from, like, 
physician's formula doing like a cunty daytime palette. You know right. what I mean? Like we're, we're that close. So oh, you might as well and be so in the game. It's important for people like me, Kim and fame right. and Willem to be like, no, we're doing this. So right. like, yeah. you can support fags if you want to support fags. So I want to talk can I about- say fag? Yeah, yeah, you can say whatever I hate, you want. Girl, you can say whatever you want, just don't come out here in a wheelchair. <laughs> ah, wait, that was my next question. <laughs> oh my God. Let's talk about it. Well, it's Go not Halloween. <laughs> Where you ask? You've brought it up. Well, we think nobody's asked me about this. Really, yet. really? We yeah. think it's so, so ridiculous, funny, and I cannot believe that they're coming for you so hard over a wheelchair. In my mind, again, I have no frame of reference for this, but in my mind, you were um, portraying a woman who could walk. That's what I felt. I was like. I'm portraying a woman who exploited a fake disability for money, so really I'm a hero. Yeah. <laughs> like that's I mean, that's an exaggeration. But also yeah. that to me, I'm like, that was Halloween. Right. My ass is busy. Yeah. So like five days later, whatever you're doing with like a I heard there's a pinata. There is a pinata of And I was like, hit. I have moved on, mama. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're like, I'm done. That's but never also, gonna happen again. I also, also think there's a huge difference between people who are actively uh, being uh, hateful and discriminatory and aggressive towards a community and people doing a drag number at a Halloween party. Yeah. yeah. And also, to, I've been doing drag 12 years. I've been doing drag before Drag Race. Right. And it, it's just, you know, we all live... And the way you used to paint was more offensive than being in a church. <laughs> yeah. And to me, it's like, um, I can't speak to people's journey and I can't tell people you're too sensitive because I can't tell people what they felt. Yeah. Sure. But also like mama, it's drag and mama. It's I'm just, uh, the shocking thing is that your drag name is, isn't her name trans fat? Yeah. Yes. Oh like, yeah. I wasn't even, yeah. That seems like the, the name of a drag person, queen right? who would be very down with like any kind of humor. Poking yeah. fun. Your name is trans fat. So, yeah. um, but you know what? Uh, power to her. And I'm sure if I met her someday, she would be nice and she would, I think someday if I met her, I would be like, I never thought about that. And, uh, w w you know, y you definitely made me think about it. Totally. I regret nothing and would do it. I've thought about yeah. I ever gig at Roscoe's. I'm probably going to do it again. Yes. Go so, <laughs> I don't care. It's I'm, Listen, it's, and dedicated it's, to it her. speaks to me. And I think I love that series. I think Joey King should have got her Emmy. She's mm -hmm. amazing. Right. And I just um, my job is to like drum up the crowd and girl, they gagged. Yeah, I'm sure I came out there with a rotating bed and dancers and a number and I got a good response. Right. When I came out as this cultural icon, the fags fell out. Yeah. So like there was obviously something to it that worked. I mean, when not... I saw it, I started screaming. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I never at one point was like, ooh. And I did it originally because sit. people, I have a shaved head and I wear clear glasses. Yeah. People constantly tag me as pictures of her. Right. <laughs> so people are always like, you're serving, you know, Gypsy Rose, Gypsy Rose realness. So then it was like, well, let's just do it for Halloween. Yeah. And oh it was, God. I was like, what will they never expect? Yeah. Me out of makeup. Yes. Because <laughs> so you went backstage and just pulled your whole face off. Took to all my makeup off. off um, and I bought that whole costume on Amazon, maybe 12 bucks. <laughs> and I Including the wheelchair? Yeah. The wheelchair was rented from the venue. Um, and then I just did, I did a slightly lighter foundation. And then Gypsy Rose, she doesn't wear makeup. She kind of has mascara. But she does have the darker circle, so I just added that. Right. But I really tried to look like her. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I looked at pictures of a person who obviously and other people are like, How dare you make fun of someone who was abused? When did she get I don't out know. Of it's like, it's all crazy. Yeah, people like to I don't know. I don't really police drag. Not, not I don't relate. you abuse. <laughs> and I'm not even the drag queen who's like clapping back. I'm like right. I have so moved on. Halloween was five days ago. Right. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. I also painted myself green. 
Well, is well. Shrek gonna call me? Like what? <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh! Is That's Shrek amazing. gonna call me? What's uh, her name? What's her name? Um, <laughs> Fiona? Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> what? Why are you covering, covering the mic? The mic? <laughs> Oh, which one? Me? No. Oh. How dare you? <laughs> I think honestly, for a lot of people, I represent white mediocrity. Why? Sh- How? Um, because in a lot of ways, I'm just normal and basic, and you know, this, I don't know. But this one taken, hates you. You've like elevated drag to another. Oh yeah, I commented on that and I said, um, this angers me. I will be taking to Twitter. But even like, what's her name? Uh, Miss Lady Maga. L- oh fuck, Lady Maga. Even though I don't get down with that, I also am like. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hilarious. I'm, I'm not like, gonna... You're really going for the demographic that doesn't want you. Yeah, the only thing you can do, the thing is, the the dollar is more important than the vote. The only thing you can do, tweets don't count. None of that counts. In fact, giving someone like that any sort of publicity hurts. It helps them. Yeah. Right. Just don't buy a ticket to their show. It's the best thing you can do. Yeah. And also, nobody has to see Trixie Mattel. Just don't buy a ticket. Because <laughs> yeah, somebody else not, will. You're truly not forcing them. Yeah, they go. don't need to buy your documentary, and, and all like, the people who do paid fifteen dollars for sure it. Did. You just got my fifteen dollars. No, mine too. Thank to prep you. for this interview, thirty dollars from me because I bought it on my computer and on my. No, you. you don't have to link the accounts. Is the number doing? one doc on iTunes? I, like five I just yeah. watched it this morning, so I don't understand why people. Think I think you I would just... be white mediocrity after watching that and then hearing you tell us that you run an entire makeup company on your own. Yeah, it's why. It's so wild. it's wild to me. But do, that documentary was so good. Thank you, you. Do you feel like, because you guys did the festival circuit, and so mm-hmm. you were talking about it a lot. So uh-huh. we all like heard about it. And now we're in a position where m- the majority of people are seeing it. Uh-huh. So now you're getting more feedback well, original- from events from what, three years ago? Yeah, I mean, it was we, it was filmed right after. So what was it? Right before I went on the Moving Parts tour, twenty eighteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was right January twenty eighteen. It was right after we filmed All Stars and all that. We were just about to start doing Trixie and Katya again. Um, it was crazy because it was a long time ago. Um, and that whole film, I got to tell you guys, that whole film was produced by one person and shot by one person. So that whole movie was one camera. And both of them you fucked or no? One of them wouldn't. No. Uh, <laughs> Not at the same time, uh. but uh, whole movie, one camera. Yeah, that's insane. One editor and one producer. That's it. Yeah, looked it. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I think they did a. All my friends, I will say, I'm really touched because obviously the drama of it. A lot of people are watching for certain events because they want the tea, Mm -hmm. right? But everybody watched it, and everybody who's watched it has been like, okay, I watched it because it was you, but I did not expect it to be an objectively good movie. They're like, yeah, that was much deeper, and there was like, they were like, that was one of the best docs I've ever seen. Yeah. And so I think they did a really good job. Yeah, it's totally. not my favorite thing to watch. Sure. Well, yeah, I was going to ask, how is it? Because wa- it opens with you watching yourself leaving RuPaul's Drag Race. And hating that. And hating watching <laughs> I hate watching so, myself. Is it just like watching that again, but the whole movie is like your last year? It's basically like the audience seeing nudes, your nudes. Ugh. Is it easier for you to watch footage of Trixie than it is of footage of Brian? Or both of it feels icky? Either way, I'm just icky and, yeah. Yeah. you know, I don't like to watch myself back or listen to myself back or anything like that. Do you... Okay, so I... You're a performer, obviously. Um, seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Did you ever do that musical? No. <laughs> no, just kidding. What musicals did you do in where you tapped in? Um, you I must did. have done musicals oh, yeah, in you're college, a right? Too. Yes, I did. No, no, Nanette, 42nd <laughs> Street, stuff like that. So, Thoroughly Modern Millie. Classically, <laughs> classically trained. Yes. Did you ever feel while the documentary was happening, like 
a pressure to perform because you knew there was a camera there, but also like I assume they followed you for so long that it eventually just nine became months. a thing. Did it just feel normal? Yes, nine months. I'll about to say a week and it felt totally normal. Okay. That, and my boyfriend of three years produced it. So there was also a certain amount of trust because you knew the other person on the other side of the camera lens. Nobody was gunning for you right. and nobody was um, – people had your best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. I don't think this movie makes me look like a good person perfect anything like that but i definitely had somebody who didn't have it out for me you know right. so there was trust there but they followed me for nine months and that director slept on my couch who is that? hi hello. who is that hello oh, hi hello. Hi. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> miller just busted a in. full hello. woman what are you doing here what's going on what are doing? we're, we're podcasting what are you doing here? Um, you came to borrow some, oh, oh. some wigs? Oh, you know, I just came here looking for some dicks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Cute. Uh, oh, yeah, World of Wonder? Yeah. Oh, work. What are you doing? Oh, you uh, can't say. I think I can say. Um, <laughs> you guys, Mayhem looks awesome. Good. Yeah. This goes out in three weeks. Oh, no, I probably can't say that. Uh, <laughs> all right. You look awesome. Thank you. You look stunning. Yeah, you really do. I was driving and painted on makeup. Oh my God! While you were driving, yeah. the commute from Riverside gives yeah. you some time. You, I gotta do something to keep myself fucking awake. Uh? <laughs> do you sleep in drag? Do you ever sleep in drag? Have you ever uh, done the, the brunch gig where you like w- wipe off everything but your, your eyes? Eye. Yeah. <laughs> the other night I did the wowies and I I did the wowies and then I had a shoot in the morning. I slept in the makeup. I took the lashes off and went to sleep. Like a little vampire. Because oh, I gave myself thirty minutes to rejuge. You basically have to do a new coat of everything. But it's faster than two hours, 90 minutes to read. I don't know. How long do you take? Mm, like an hour. This is not a read. This looks like a quicker version of Mayhem. Yeah. And, and a bumpier ride, too. So <laughs> <laughs> I might look like, you know, I have like uh, some kind of syndrome. Your eyes are gorgeous. Eyes. No, you look beautiful. Yeah. You're always gorgeous. The hoop, too. It's offensive. It's really beautiful. Is that human hair? No, I, oh, I ain't okay. rich. I didn't win shit. Well, run upstairs. She has. One. She had a wonderful collaboration with Hank and Henry. Your lip colors were beautiful. Oh, yeah, gorgeous. And the sponges from that company. The, oh my god! It's I, like a, a. It's sort of a dreidel shape. Yeah, they're amazing. I, at first, I thought it was a dreidel, and I was like, "Oh my god, muscle!" Damn. Muscle. That company so, does hey, not what play. What the fuck is this? You get it wet, and then oh my god! It, and the highlighters. Oh my god, the highlighters are sickening. <laughs> they are really sickening. Hank and Henry, they are really fierce. Those products are. I found them because of we you. Yeah. They are so good. Well, and I thank you for sending me things too. Did I? Yes, you did. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I will say this. Every one of my close drag queen friends is like, I picked something up, and every like random tertiary queen was like, "Where's my free makeup queen?" Oh my god! So I never know you when someone's ugly, like, "So you don't need makeup." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you do. So, so when someone's like, "Thanks for the makeup," I'm like. You're welcome. <laughs> I was just trying to let you know you need a little bit more, so here you go. Oh, <laughs> as if you need it. Jesus oh, Christ, you look perfect. Oh, thank you. I'll leave you guys. Do you have there. lips on? Just a little, little mo. You are a woman. Well, I'm gonna walk the boulevard right now and try to see if I can get some eyes. Good for you. <laughs> got, well, luckily, it's really coming for Willem's game. Well, well, luckily it's cloudy oh, yeah. today. Well, I learned from the greatest too. Is this human? No, no, she said it's not. Oh, it's beautiful. But it looks it. That's so cute. Well, thanks for coming. I Maybe love we'll you. We'll have you on the podcast too. Now, let me know. She it's fun. Yeah, I'll message you. Yeah. They give you a free soda. What? <laughs> and you get fed at the end. Wait, what kind of food? You'll well, see. Depends on what you want. Tacos. Okay. I love tacos. Tacos. Meepo loves tacos. I love tacos and fried chicken. 
Every time, uh, uh, let me just be real. Every time we have a black guest, Meatball always brings fried chicken. Well, because I want fried chicken. <laughs> but wait, where's, where's the chicken from, though? It's either Gus's or Astro fried chicken. I've never had Gus's, but I heard it's amazing. It's so good. Oh, shit. So that's what we'll get when you're on. Okay. I'll bring it for you. I'm down. Oh, my God. And I'll bring the hot sauce, too. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, it's always in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> I Thank love, you for something. I love that you're like, whenever we have black guests, we always get fried chicken and Mayhem's like, where is it where from? Where is it from? <laughs> She put on like, just, she put not, like her Al Woods voice. Bad. Where's the chicken from? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! It's not KFC. <laughs> oh no. Never or Popeyes. I hate Popeyes I too. Popeyes it's gross. Yeah. After the chicken sandwich situation, I was fucked. Yeah, I got punched in the face there. I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> I, I probably would have liked it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh it was Tiffany Parr, and she asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh I just talked to Tiffany about you the other day. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, you guys are a mess. Like, You're a mess. Am I? Yeah. No, yeah. you look I love gorgeous. you. You look great. All right. Bye. Oh, my gosh. I got to work with Mayhem. stunning. So much. I got to work with her last year on that Christmas special. It was so fun. Oh, my God. Right. I'm about oh, to her wa- look on the oh, Christmas special. Oh, that Krampus black Christmas oh. thing. Oh, my God. It's so my good. My favorite was still Jasmine when she just had a <laughs> Do you know what the, I'm going to tell what the team? Do you know that? what that was? I think I heard. Do you know what that was? Ahead. They said you have to learn like four songs, and she said, "Great, I'm doing a fabric head wrap." She just like didn't want to learn the words. But you know what? Go ahead, Jasmine. Like, go off. She could do no wrong because she because at that point you guys knew that it wasn't real, that no one was like winning anything. Yes, and there was. I mean, people have been pretty open about it. There was some drama between between queens, Shangela between producers. Agent, right? There were some challenges with um, being ready on time and drag queens on time being mad that they've been sitting there for so long waiting for other people. There was a lot of like interpersonal. And Jasmine, that's why she's not in some of it. Right, because she left. Because she, she told everyone left. She told everyone on that Instagram live that she left and she talks about why she left. And Yeah, yeah, yeah we saw that. Are you uh, Rehash it, word for word. Are you a punctual diva when you're Punctual, yeah, early. Yes. Katya and I are both perfectly early. So like, especially when we do stuff together, we're yeah. both like 10 p.m. in the lobby. We're there at 9.45, like... Mm. With I a foundation that. on our hands, just ready to go. I was just on <laughs> tour with Willem in Alaska, and Alaska is always early, and Willem is always promptly right at the moment. The moment. And I was the late one, and I was producing it. I would come down at like 3.05, and I'd be like, you guys ready? And they're like sitting there like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, you were a drag queen. You're fucking early all the time, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm always 15 minutes early. It's wild. I think or it's because I, when I first started, I gave myself like three hours, and right. then I've gotten faster, but I've never mentally gotten out of that space. Exactly. Right. I'm just always ready. And I, that's amazing. I also don't change my look a lot. I right. know the formula. <laughs> you know. You know how to do it. Uh so going back to the documentary. Oh yeah. Um as far as the conversation with like, you know, I, I what I really enjoyed is like obviously it painted the picture of you as an artist and you creating this big image and this over the top sort of visual idea. But then when you were faced with some like really uh sort of humbling personal situations, it highlighted your like rational, like Mm -hmm. respectful, like thoughtful way of processing things. Mm -hmm. So my question is, it was obvious that Katya was going through something and all of that really amazing footage of like the moment of like walking out on set. It was was crazy. Did you guys ever have a conversation about let's try to circle up and film it? Oh. After you sort of reconciled? No, because a lot of it was like over the phone and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we knew that she was coming to my show and that was sort of her first time. 
Honestly, that was one of the first times I'd seen her since was at my show at the Wiltern right. at, at the, the end, end of the movie. The movie. But, you know, the day of this is like the part of the movie that I think everybody sort of heard about and watches for. And it happens early in the movie. Yeah. Right. It slaps you in the face. And everybody yeah, I was not expecting everybody who watches it is like, oh, my God, I was alone in my house, like clenched. Like, oh, it's tense. It is tense and it is real. And anything in that moment, it's nobody mad. It's nobody like it's people being like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. I've what only, do I've you only do? seen movies about this. Yeah. What do you do when it happens to you in real life on the set of a television show? You like know, in the middle of filming. And the filmmaker was there that day just to get fun B footage of us doing what we do best. So that was all a surprise. Oh, it was all a just shock. Happened to be there. Yep. They, they just happened to be there. So we were just there to get fun B footage. What's crazy that you know that ended up being a, such a peanuts Charlie Brown dark cloud that like was there the whole movie right but it's like anything it's like when you're freshly broken up with you hate work more you can't sleep you're not hungry it affects everything uh-huh. that's anytime you have a but uh what i learned from that was also i'm not an addict so when somebody is having a hard time it's just really like i think it's borderline selfish to be like but how much does this affect me right yeah nobody's willfully on that horrible dark-sided tower of terror roller coaster so all you can do is listen and, and give space and try to understand. But that's a really fucking compassionate place But that's what to I did. Yeah, but like, that's what you like, did in the movie. And I was like, I don't know if I could have done no, that. Like, you would have gone out screaming, been like, been like, you're fucking ruining our TV <laughs> opportunity. What's wrong with you? Yeah, well, exactly. one, well, one of my least favorite parts of the movie that makes me like sick and so embarrassed is the part where um, we're standing there and I go, nobody wants to see me without her. And that was like just gross because I think about like. But it's not. It's the it's most not. honest reaction yeah. to that in experience. It's the one part of the movie I wish I could cut out. But everybody who it's watches it is like. It's the one part that everyone's it's quoting. It's so awful. And I remember just being like embarrassed to be admitting that I was so insecure that her fan base was so big. And I was like, you have to understand this was two years ago. So right. like, but you've proven your 2018 self wrong yeah. with everything that you've done since then, which is really cool. And also then you feel like a monster. Like, am I a show business me monster for just standing here wondering how this is going to affect me and then it's like no you're like who who wouldn't have that cross their mind in that second because ultimately you go home alone and like how does this affect you and how much are you allowed to worry about it affecting you when it's really about someone else you know there's no handbook for that and that's why i think that movie is important i mean gay people are how many times more likely to struggle with mental health or drugs and while that's not my story it's our responsibility in a documentary to show it as real as it was. Yeah. And it was exactly like that, which is why I don't like watching that movie. <laughs> what, but I still think it's crazy because I think the way you handled it and watching it, I was just like, that is the most responsible way for someone. You weren't even 30 yet, were you? No, and it You were like still very young. And I was like, the was way like that you handled that was but, uh, smart, well done. You- I feel like the way they crafted it. In this, in the film, is that it's revealed. You give more of your personal backstory later in the film, and it sort of colors that idea of like you have been through trauma and you have sort of come out on the other side. Yeah. So having that experience allowed you to look at that and say, you know, this is more about survival for her than it is about our TV show. It really was, and that's the other part of the movie I hate. I mean, like, they sat me down in the garage, and they told me that I would have, like, two days of interview that would be kind of deep, and I was like, you know, whatever, and I don't like to talk about that stuff. I don't like to acknowledge it. I don't like to, you know, I I don't even, like, personally acknowledge that stuff that it happened. And so in the movie, watching it back, that I talked about it, and then I let people hear me talk about it, it just, I I just, I don't, (laughs) I don't love that that is in the movie, but I know that it's part of why the movie's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that it's part of why people leave 
and they have an experience and you know, I don't know who likes to talk about that. I also am irked by people who do talk about that too much. That's the other thing is like, you ain't special. Things happen to everyone. <laughs> Things happen to everyone. Yeah. I have a question. Um, what's it like keeping your wigs in a garage? Well, now I don't. Now, I, now well, Mildew. The, I just was yeah. like looking at that garage and I was like, that seems so nice. But then I was like, it was I like a know. Sarah like Andrews showroom. Like straight open. Yeah. It truly was. When it opened up with two 1-800 wig takeout yeah. boxes, I was dead. Well, now I live in a condo where I have everything in a drag room and I have closets. Oh, lovely. But oh. I used to live in an apartment and I had a garage and no cars. So it was, was great because it's great because drag is messy. You can mm-hmm. glitter things. You can yeah, yeah, you can make <laughs> huge messes and no big deal. Yeah. The only thing is, I, I mean, you can see me in the movie it's kind of embarrassing too because in drag we want everyone to think we're famous and then how much of that movie is me crouched in a garage putting makeup on like <laughs> right or like, or like in tiny dressing car. Room. yeah like half ceilings that movie did not make me look famous and and rich and glamorous as much as it really focuses on the heads and tails of like the other 23 hours of the day of being in drag are not fancy no it's you, like you, you going are, and recording and you having to actually do real work yeah I mean there's, and then there's that one scene that I think was so good where I come home from filming and I left my costumes out in the rain. Oh my God. Oh, I died. Who I hasn't done that? You literally were like, oh, I didn't know it was going to rain today. How <laughs> like, metaphorical is that, yeah. right? I didn't know that it was, was going to so rain good. today. The last thing I want to talk about uh, in the the movie is that fucking text. Oh yeah, wasn't oh that wild? God. That was so intense. And you're with Paul, right? Yeah, I'm with Paul McAvoy from Holy Trinity because right. I was touring moving parts at the Love time. Paul. I mean, transparently that was part of the movie that I I originally pushed to maybe not have in it because I was like I don't know you guys like we want to tell the story but I don't I don't need this to be anything close to exploitative or like a takedown or mm-hmm. you know but I think it does deepen the shade of how dark some of that got yeah I mean Matt that was like before I went on stage one day it's insane while yeah. you're already dealing with being on a competitive television show and not and- like a nasty comment on Twitter no, it's like imagine one of your only people whose opinion of you that matters is like you are the worst. But it's fleeting and I mean it's it's dark. It's a, it's a dark moment to watch. I remember how I felt and I remember being like I didn't want to disrespect the process of making the movie. I never asked them to turn the cameras off. I never asked them to leave. Right. They could probably got a whole version of that movie of me naked. Like so I never wanted to when the cameraman was like what is it? He could like you know it was like Yeah. What what's that? Because t- you could tell my, you know, I yeah. said, you know. Well, it was a heavy text. Yeah, it was dark. Yeah, real dark. It was like, you should bail. And, you know, s- people seem to really take that home. But, I mean, that just kind of shows, it's not just about substance or mental, il- mental illness. Like, every human friendship can be peaks and valleys. I had a question about that because I was telling him before you got here, after watching it, I was just like... I- if that was my friend and they had gone through all that, I would be as understanding as I could be, but I don't know if I'd be able to be friends with them again. A lot of people, I I thought maybe, you know, uh, well, I'll tell you this, this is private. Katya and I were climbing Runyon Canyon right after she kind of like stabilized again. Yeah. And we, it was the first time we'd seen each other. And I would say it was like 60 minutes of small talk. And then we're like halfway up a mountain. She's like mid sentence. And she just turns to me and goes, I'm so sorry. She was like, I just feel dumb saying it because I know that apologizing doesn't make anything better. And that's why I can't apologize because you, it doesn't erase anything. Yeah. And she was just like, honestly, I didn't know on the other end of this, if I would get there. And if I did get there, would I have a single friend left? Because Hmm. I know how awful it must've been. Yeah. 
And even to have someone acknowledge that, like, she didn't even know. She didn't even know if she would have friends to call. Right. That's insane. That's how dark. And that, you're, we're talking months. Yeah. Of, like, we don't even know. I mean, this person, she's been open about it. Like, for a while, she wasn't even talking to men. Mm-hmm. She had weird things against everyone. Like, sometimes we didn't know where she was. And so, like, she didn't even know if someone was going to be able to. She didn't even know if she'd have someone to apologize to. Yeah. So, you know, that's how dark and. She's not in the. She's not um, not aware of how. She could have had nothing on the other end of that. Right. So you're right. A lot of people maybe would have been like, "I love you, girl, but we're acquaintances now." You yeah. Know? And that's listen. Some people have to. You have to cut your losses. I didn't, and I'm happy I didn't. In this movie, you can still see me weigh the pros and cons. Sometimes <laughs> right. you can see me be like. Because at, at a certain point, you're like, am I doing this to myself? Like, why do I am so focused on someone else's thing? I'm letting it affect me. Should I just be like, fuck that? Of course, it crossed my mind. Yeah. But it was never worth it to me. I don't have a lot of close friends. And so, huh. you know. Interesting. And now we get to see you guys back on the internet and we get to see you That's doing exciting. that fun Netflix thing, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah, we're in season five of uh, filming right. it. And that new Netflix show is the funniest thing I think I've ever made. And Are I'm you watching full things or they're pulling clips? For we're you? watching maybe 40%. Okay. And okay. There, I mean, what's great is this is Netflix original content mm-hmm. and we are in no way being coached to sell it yeah. or talk about how great it is. It's you just do whatever you want. Watching those, I'm like... Oh my god! They get to do whatever oh, they and want I was like, on like a beautiful set. <laughs> a beautiful set. We I was love like, you it. Guys don't beautiful look like set, you're in a fucking set. basement anymore. And we both have very uh, short attention spans. And once we're in a look for an hour, we're over it. Yeah. So it's a great. We love doing that in YouTube because we're in it. We feel it. She's on a smoke break. I'm eating. Goodbye. Next thing. I, I was know. obsessed with the Dolly one when, like, the moment it started, there's just one kid driving. You go, this is a gay one. It's a gay one. I can <laughs> it's tell gay. it's a gay one. <laughs> you know how the older you get, you get to be, like, a ghost hunter. It's like, I think this is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Fully. You know, I have, like, one of those reading energies things. Like, something gay happened here. <laughs> Some <laughs> anal <laughs> happened right over here. Yeah. Anal. Something anal hey, something happened here. Anal definitely happened We love here. it. And I think they were testing it to see how it did. Because now we're doing a bunch more. But we fucking love it. I mean, I cry laugh watching those Netflix right. episodes. And I cry laugh watching, uh. Well, it seems like a natural, um, like, level up from that. Because you now have something constant to be playing off of rather than just you've done fucking, what, five seasons? Yeah, you know ju- what? Just <laughs> talking about Pete's, like, uh, taxes. And you're like, well, I guess Seriously, we'll talk for an hour. Like, we're at the point now where we're like, doctors, oh, we did it. But we haven't done the waiting room. <laughs> right. Like, we're, now we're sort of like, what haven't we talked about? But the new season is still really funny, and we're, we're in, like, episode nine now of it. Oh, we're still filming that. it because we film them ahead of time because I go back on tour from um, Grown Up in February. So I'll be gone. Girl. So grown Up is like what? Your fourth tour? I think or? it's my technically my fourth. Yeah. Because yeah. I did Ages 3 and Up, uh, Moving Parts, Skinny Legend, and now Grown Up. Yeah. Grown Up is great. We're doing 30, 29 American cities. I'm touring with a band. There's new videos. There's like 10 costume changes. It's so much. I'm really trying to do the most this tour because I'm grown up. That's yes. the way to do it. I'm 30. So it's a show about uh, getting older. <laughs> um, well, here we are, 47 minutes in our show. We need to take a quick break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be right back.
We're back! Woo! I hope y'all like that BetterHelp ad. Okay, you can't there. do things like that. Kill yourself. Okay. <laughs> um, so now it's time for our next segment, which is called Food Break! And well, so- we bring a snack, and you we get to taste test it and talk about it. A little ASMR moment. For I'm a vegetarian. Children. Is that a problem? I don't know. You'll tell me. <laughs> Wait, you brought it. You should know. Well, I, I didn't pay attention. Um, no, stop. Okay. Do the things that I hand you. When I was on uh, in the UK, oh, someone brought. Gave, oh, they gave. Okay, someone brought you. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. It just says, "Dearest Dipper and Meatball, fantastic podcast. Keep doing it. Here are some of what you are British." I bizolio. Oh, work for biscuits? doing biscuits. Tell me that that is legible, <laughs> and it's also dark over here. It does uh, bizolio is is a <laughs> it's a jump, but it's not. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, diva. <laughs> biscuits Bizzolio for doing please food break. Can you eat these? What? Yes. Okay. Good. What did Tiffany say about me? Oh, oh right. right. <laughs> I was like, hey, I was. Uh, I want you to slap me and spit on me. And then I was like, Trixie said that you you had said that I always like doing that. And she was like, tell her that I love her. I miss her. She's the most normal one of all of you. <laughs> and know. then she prayed over a white claw for me and then gave it to me to drink. <laughs> She's a blast. I think that honestly, that's part of the takeaway of that documentary is like, this guy is really white and normal. Yeah. She was just he like, is she's really the most normal. normal out of all of you. While there's just like go-go boys with their dicks out standing like, around us. It's like the boulets. I'm like, how come you guys always book me when you're out of town? And they're like, because you're the only one we can trust. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I want to see you. Uh, yeah. They're like, we're the only one we can trust to not black out and leave the party. I'm like, mm. oh. Okay. Who is this from? This is from Lisa XX. Okay. So can you just read yeah. the front of these Cadbury mini rolls? What is the Cadbury, Cadbury mini Cadbury mini rolls that say I'm rich and famous? Why would what? They, why would they say I'm rich and famous? That's we also very... got uh, Jemmy Dodgers. Yeah. And uh, then I started eating these earlier. I love these little biscuits. Mc- but they don't have chocolate on them. McVitie's Hobnobs. Do you eat biscuits when you go to the UK? Like tea, Not really. Tea what do you biscuits? eat when you're over there? Oh. I feel like you just eat vegetables. You know Is what I do? True? It's sad. Yeah. Because I have to. I'm, I'm, I have one of those bodies like that. Well, I have one of those bodies that really wants to gain weight. And I okay. feel dumb saying that right now. But, but <laughs> She looked dead at me when she no, said that. No, she looked at both of us. Because she she's on the fatty. No, 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 is like, was that a calorie? Oh, we're keeping that. <laughs> so when I'm on tour, I, my assistant basically takes the menus and picks out the sad salad. Doesn't even let me look at it. Mm-hmm. Because I have to eat like a monster or I just, yeah. you know, I can't eat fun. Although um, in, mm. L- in LA, one of my favorite things, I love to get like a cheat night where I just get like a giant burrito from somewhere and just pop off. Oh, but so you know great. what though? Wait, a you, burrito is cheating? Like, it's like a like big protein. bean and cheese burrito. Just like runny, wet cheese. Is that cheating? Yeah. Yeah. God, what do I eat? The other not a Jason like, Wimberly diet. I'm yeah. like a burrito. I'm the, like, okay, let me tell she's you. She's not called a skinny what is this? for no this? reason. These are just like weedy biscuits. I think these are the ones that are kind of like digestive. McFitty's right. Hobnopes. And they're going to be better probably with coffee. a tea or tea. coffee. These are for tea, for sure. Yeah. This is like an elevated ho-ho. What do mm. you call her? I'm an elevated ho-ho. Yeah, and that, I'm to me, is very cute. Lisa, these are good. And that's Felony's drag sister. <laughs> <laughs> Not Felony. Jammy Dodger. You, do you My know old that drag roommate? Name? Felony, Felony Dodger. Dodger. Felony Dodger, that is so funny. She's really crazy. 
She's a full blown. She gave me pizza out of the garbage off the street one time. <laughs> I love. I'm gonna a good keep telling game. that story because she gave me pizza. It's funny. Out of the garbage. Meatball came home and was like, "Oh, pizza." This she was delicious. like, yeah. "Where'd you get it?" After eating a bunch of it, and she just goes, "Oh, I just found it on a trash can downtown." This, downtown. This, downtown garbage. Even worse. This is a sophisticated ho ho, right? It, it tastes like a ho ho they made in like the Bon Appetit test kitchen. Oh. <gasps> Do you know what I mean? It's be- I love Claire. <laughs> okay. Louder. I'm sorry. Diva! 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 No, do you watch those videos? Did you just see My Orville? boyfriend does. Oh. Yeah, Orville just, Orville just did one. Did one. Mm-hmm. Really? I love him. Did he have Oh, a- yeah, we both love Orville. Did he have yeah. a short fringe? No, he had a long fringe. What I about for the cooking? <laughs> he didn't cook. He, <laughs> he stood off to the side like Brad all the work. It's crazy. Orville's gotten so famous He's so fast. So famous. Like, and- I remember, like, two <laughs> years ago, nobody fucking knew. No, no offense, Orville, but, like, <laughs> it was artsy Lana Gay's. Yeah. Arts- let's, let's just say it, like, Sad Harry Bottoms mm-hmm. were like, like Orville. I was a big fan. Ryan Walker Page. Like when you when the trade leaves, you push play, and it's like sun goes down, <laughs> another sleep. And now it's like now he's like Dior. Now he's like hanging now out he's with like the fashion icon. So yeah. it's like fashion people being like, I fucking love you. What You're do you think so of my music? Cool. You make music. You know, like <laughs> I don't even think they know he makes music because no. now he's just a model. <sighs> but um, good for him. A model Honestly, with no face. Gay people having a moment. We love to see it actually gay people right. who mm-hmm. say gay shit in their interviews and sing about men johnny, not johnny not, weir not powerful white gays who don't have gay guests and don't you know what i mean like this is a real white gay yeah who is that a read about just like you know i mean powerful white gays who don't have any gay guests you know like a lot Andy. of famous gays are a lot of famous gays are the gay in the room right yeah they talk about straight stuff they have straight guests they don't talk about their gay sex life right. they don't talk about having gay friends they're just they hang out with george bush yeah <laughs> But this is like somebody who like does gay shit yeah. and talks about gay shit and has drag queens in their shit. And like, you know, that's cool. It is cool. What were you saying about the chocolate? The Cadbury chocolate is not pasteurized and that's A why it's better. A lot of it better. has the unpasteurized milk. So it's like mm. better chocolate than the American I think chocolate. That's... Let me put it pasteurized. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. So Get that's a Wisconsin joke. That's like a dairy farm joke. It is. Yeah. Oh, I thought you you proudly came up with no. It that's in this like moment. when you're in 4-H and you go to tour a dairy farm. That's like the joke uh, you learn. So bad. Incredible. These are good, but um, these these Cadbury mini rolls are like actually too too chocolatey. I'm so Caucasian. I'm like. These are too rich. <laughs> these are so spicy. Mm. Well, what does it say on the cover? I'm rich and famous. Oh. Yeah. I just like bland food. You're into that? The yeah. lifestyle bland I eat food salad also? with no dressing. I eat like salad with no do you dip, dressing. At least, like, give it a little dip I don't eat in the dips. Side. I don't eat like I don't eat I don't eat like ranch, mayonnaise, hot sauce. I just want like an unsalted fry. We, like that is what I love. When I first like moved here, palette. we went and had lunch. Hugo's. At that, yeah. Bland food. I love it. You were like, let's Hugo's go to Hugo's. The most bland I, was food. Like, <laughs> I love that. Like stir fry that tastes like nothing. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I like, I, uh, I just, my boyfriend will like look at a menu and be like, you're going to hate this. It all looks really flavorful. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. They just have bread. You? Bring me all bread right. and a leaf. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I loved all of those. This, <laughs> How about I that for this a transition? Jelly cookie. Uh, the Jammy Dodger, I, I'm into it. These are good. Um, I mean, I get a lot of snacks in the UK. I don't, and I'm going to be honest, I don't get a lot of food I love in the UK. I want to talk about. The food in there is on par with the Wi-Fi. You, <laughs> the Wi-Fi is rough. I, I was, was told there was going to be Wi-Fi on that tour bus. I'm watching Wesley Woods jerk off one pixel at a time, being like, "What is happening?" See, 
everyone knows who Wesley Woods is. He doesn't is. know who he is. And I was like, he'd be a great interview. He's mildly he's retiring. insane. He's retiring. I know, I heard. Which is why I think it'd be great, because he's like one porn star in a year like three times. He's really wonderful. I've never heard of him. He and lo- loves loves gay shit, loves drag queens, love that. Yeah. Is it gay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Tall, blonde, Texan. He does stand up. Wow. Book of Meats. I will. I'll mess he's with really him. Nice. I've worked with him a couple times. He's fun. He's really nice. He loves the girls, supports the girls. Loves the dolls. I the think that is so fascinating. There's a the guy. Okay, there's a clip in the documentary, right before your show, of that guy wearing the tank top that says "Drag Daddy," and he won Mister LA Leather last year. I think his name's like Jeff or one of those names. Yeah, um, I find it so fascinating that so many drag fans are that like, like. Um, I don't know, like huge picture. I know there's a lot of sounds going on. Do you hear the like there's motor? No supposed to be ghosts in this place. No, it's haunted. Uh, you know they're like these oh, huge... something dead lives here. <laughs> Hy- Willem's career. <laughs> <laughs> you know these like hyper ma- masculine um, sort of like that thing that we fantasize as like the little gay boy in high school of like, you're my bully, but also fuck me. And then they like emulate that physical appearance. And then they like worship the drag queen. But Mm -hmm. you're like, maybe out of drag, you wouldn't look at me twice. But then like when I'm doing my character, you're like fully into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's drag. It's like, I mean, Kim and I used to do Neverland, um, circuit parties like Mm -hmm. six seven eight years ago right and i remember her and i would be sitting there she'd be painting her head green or some shit and i'd be hot gluing things to my skin i'm like we spend days getting ready for this and spend so much money for like the same booking fee as these go-go boys what's why it's not fair and kim would be like well they put a lot of hours of work in in a different way Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. they're still working and they're still creating a fantasy but they're creating it over time like with their physical right yeah through science yeah and i'm not i mean drag queens and go-go boys and and and, and hookers and um, porn actors, we are all the cut from the same cloth. Yeah. However, I will say I think drag queens just do more. I was at a party the other day and this guy was like, I'm a porn actor, you're a drag queen. We really do this. It's the same work. We do the same thing. And I was like, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> you're naked having sex. I'm in a corset. Yeah. Right. No, it's not the same thing. You're moaning. I'm oh telling also, jokes. You're, you're doing that someone I that wrote. makes you're doing someone that makes something that makes everyone want to fuck you. I'm doing something that will prevent anyone from fucking <laughs> ever. Me. Yeah. They're not the same. Also, I was just, just saying, talking about the corset. My corset broke the other night when I did a cartwheel, and the metal came out. Thanks, Jimmy Dodgers. And threw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did the metal? The metal. The metal came out, but it came through the fabric and stabbed into me, and so it left fabric underneath my skin. You're lying. And I got home yesterday, and I like what? showed my boyfriend. I was like, "Look, I think my corset stabbed me." And he goes, "Yeah, there's like fabric under your skin," and we had to like tweezer it out. Isn't that so gross? Yeah. Anyway, how's that Jamie Dodger? They're they're all fine. <laughs> they're really sweet, to be honest. Yeah, that's very sweet. Well, it's all very... I, do I need something I'm, more bland? <laughs> I'm, yeah, glad I'm actually into these McVitie's hobnobs are th- more my thing. The, the most bland one yeah. of Like the... my favorite Girl Scout cookies, like shortbread. No! no! I know. I know. There's trash. so many what's good flavors. Peanut, what's the peanut butter one called? Oh, that's um, oh, I don't that know. one's good. Yeah, yeah. tagalongs, tagalongs, and the Samoas. I like the Samoas. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they all have like different names in different regions. Anyway, are you guys ready for the next segment? It's called Fuck Talk. Talk. Here's a segment where we tell funny sex stories. 
about ourselves. Trixie's face. You guys really sitting here and screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like that's the um, that's the podcast. And we uh, backlog that's episodes, so we also talk about memes from a month ago. I love that. We're like, do you know about Rise and Shine? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard <laughs> of it? You're like, you're like this out. election, the results. Ooh. <laughs> My God. I was really hoping for Hillary. Truly that. So you can tell us like a, a story about like you were sucking a dick and it was full of dick cheese or like um, any kind of story you want to tell. We also have, um, what were you saying? Some people have now called in. We have some call-ins and we have some funny ones. Maybe we can start Let's with a Let's start with a call. A call-in and then- um, Also, it's not our responsibility to change names or bleep out schools. So if you are a psych professor at Loyola who had sex with a student, I'm sorry that you got outed, but- And fired. Blame them, not me. That happened? Bye, Diva. We got some emails saying that this person was going to get fired or got fired, but because we didn't us. call but in like, we and give the, the details. We did it. Damn, guys. <laughs> hey, uh, I loved your first podcast. Uh, I love this one. I hope I'm after a really good food break. Uh, I have a fuck talk story. Um, I was involved in a threesome that was set up via like scruff or something. All three of us knew each other outside of that, so it was all very cool. Um, one of us identifies as an otter. The other two were sort of bear types. So it was, you know, hands, arms, mouths, hair, uh, on like a queen size bed. Anyway, uh, we're all naked. Like Things are going size. great. We're all making out. Uh, and, uh, I sort of moved further down and started blowing one of the gentlemen. And eventually the other one, uh, was behind me, kind of eating my butt. Interesting technique, not bad. Uh, things continue like that for a while. Uh, and eventually, as I'm still blowing one of them, the other one kind of moves in to relieve me of that duty while my butt is still being eaten. Um, if we know anything about human anatomy, uh, we know that this is weird and probably not possible. So I glance back there, and it was his dog, um, who was a large breed and therefore didn't feel it on the bed, wasn't on the bed. Uh, it was awful. I was horrified. Didn't want to make a fuss, but sort of wrapped up my part of the evening pretty quickly, graciously left, uh, got myself home and had a brief but necessary silkwood shower moment uh, and had sort of packed that all away. Um, and my rule is now no pets in the room, no cats, dogs, hamsters, fish, nothing. I love your pets, but no, because uh, it was horrible. Anyway, uh, love you guys so much. Keep up the awesome work. This dog is going to get fired <laughs> from his job at the university. That is so, I feel like you would immediately be like, cold nose, that's yeah, a dog. I think you would know. Also, why is this the second call in about a dog? Also, why is the dog wanting to eat ass? I think it was just following what the other person was doing. I you know, know how you guys do that. I don't, now that they've said it, it seems like it, it seems like a really thing that could accidentally happen. Like but a also, big like, dog? Isn't sex all like dogs will let gross always shit out of the room? Like, don't you always kick your dog out? No, of the room this and close we've talked about this before. Anyway? I can't deal with that. When I go over to like fuck a, a stranger, which is apparently the only kind of sex I have, and their dog is like around, I'm like, no, you put the dog close away. The door. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it does seem like it really just could happen, and I bet he was. Wait, did the other people know that it happened? I don't know. know it made say. it sound like he was like, I finished my part up and went home and cried. Let about me just it. say this. I'm not, I'm, I'm happy for everyone who has sex with strangers. That's not that different than a dog licking your ass. Okay. Except, <laughs> except it a is. dog has a cleaner mouth than a person. Sure. But dogs like don't have STIs. Like, don't you think there's a line though? 
I'm not yeah. saying you should look for it, but or I'm saying like you didn't do something grosser than what you were doing. Right. True. And Human it's biology wise, you're it's fine. Obviously not his fault. Yeah. The dog chose to tap in. And you didn't want to fuck the dog. Right. It's no. different if you wanted to fuck the dog. Okay. Yeah. You were shocked. <laughs> it's I different if you wanted to fuck the dog. It was a large breed. It was a large breed. Like, I need to know what kind. Well, I think he was trying to explain how he could be bent over. Maybe on Grinder he said he was looking for a large breed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know, but well, let's say you were fucking this little twink, and then it was like a little chihuahua. You know, you might be like, oh, that's no. him. You know, like. <laughs> oh my god. Not fucking Please. Well, you know what? I, I just feel bad for him. But you know what? It could happen. I could see how it would happen. Mm-hmm. It's not your environment. Not you don't know the home. You don't know that there's a... He didn't even know there was a dog there. Yeah, we had another phone call where a guy uh, stuck a hot dog up someone's butt. And then <laughs> when he realized it was a hot dog, he was like, oh my God. And the owner took it and threw it and let the dog eat it after it had been up his butt. He was just like, all right, well. What? Isn't you know a, what, though? That dog it loved it. amazing work what we do here? Are you, you jealous got, of this? No, <laughs> no, no. I'm very sex positive, but I'm also Pollyanna. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm never shocked, but I'm like, do you boo? But I'm also like, oh my god. <laughs> You're you know? like, oh my god, you put that in your butt. I'm like, everyone do everything, but why is there a dog? Why is there a hot dog in your butt? When just put the dick in your butt, right? Yeah. Well, so the deal was the guy couldn't get hard because he had like a, like severe erectile dysfunction. So the so hot dog. So we trick him. Rather than being the- like, you know, it would be hot. Let me fuck your ass with a dildo while I'm like naked with you. He didn't say anything and just used a hot dog. He said, we're going kosher tonight. And it was cold. It what wasn't it even warmed off, up. Though? Hot dogs aren't very hard. Of course not. It also just isn't. You should put, food is dangerous in that area. Mm-hmm. It's not safe. It'll fuck with the flora and fauna of your insides. Do what? you have a sex story, Meatball? No, I was going to. I thought we were going to play two. Play another one? I, this is an unvetted one. That's we, always nerve-wracking. Should I just play it and just we'll play see it where and it goes? we'll see what happens. All right. This is our last, our last sex story moment. I just want to share the story of the house down boot is. I'm going to need my okay, energy right so off the top. Basically, I used to do some like online work where I would, you know, cross-dress for the men in the Middle East, you know, like Ankara, Qatar, Kuwait, and Dubai. They all wanted to fuck me like through cyber sex, right? They love the cyber pussies. <laughs> so anyways, I was doing the gig punny, getting my asshole plunged by this big-ass dildo. And this man from Dubai was giving me the coins, girl. So I thought I had to the fucking house down before I got fucked this by Gia? that dildo, right? <laughs> so this guy's watching me get fucked, the house down boost. So when I take it out, bitch, I, I was off. like, girl, is there another dildo inside of me? No, bitch. There was a huge log of shit that fucking flopped out of my ass. A what? Log of shit. And that's not even the gross part. The gross part is he wanted to pay me another two grand to fucking play with my shit. Not another two grand. And bitch, I took that money. That's what I'm just You know what? You take that money, bitch. I'm not even Wait, mad. what did you do? To, I want to know took how the they money. played with the yeah, shit. Yeah, she said I took the... Oh, how? We don't need to get into the how. Well, okay, but not like in a sexual... I just want to know like... Take, what, you're take already doing it. Yeah, you're already the there. The poop's already... You've already You didn't have to tell mask. people about it, but you did. <laughs> She, she did the house down boots. Also, nobody who says drag lingo that much does drag for a yeah. living. 
it was sickening house bound house down <laughs> realness boots tea and like relax we know that drag race is on like netflix we know <laughs> she literally said i pulled the dildo out and i thought there was another one in my <laughs> What? Turns out it was a big log of shit, house down boots. Well, thank you so much for calling in, people, you. with your sexual uh, You guys really are open, and I love that. But you know what? Also anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. J- aside from that professor, professor at Loyola. Loyola. That is shocking. <laughs> Do you guys have a really crazy little show here? <laughs> this is crazy. I've never seen anyone see We're going to so eat snacks and then listen to people play with their shit. Yeah. yeah. You guys normally, are wild. normally we push the guests to tell a story. Yeah. Do you have any fun ones? A sex story? Do you do that? Have sex? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, I don't. I know I don't I know. seem very sexual, but I do have sex. Yeah. Do you have sex on the road a lot? Or are you mostly just like all work? No. I mean, I've been with my boyfriend three years and we're monogamous. But even when I was single, it was, I don't really. Yeah, I don't really fuck a lot of strangers. Mm-hmm. I would have like rotating cast of people I know. Dra- yes, drag smarter. to you is not sexual. Yeah, and I'd say I've never done it in drag. No, me I also either. can't well, do, I can't go on Grinder. Like, it's just meet and greet. Yeah. I'm always so scared about that. Like, you know. Yeah, I was, talking, I was talking to Alaska about um, going to the bathhouses. And he Could was never. like, he was like, that's just not an experience that I'm going to have. It's yeah. not an option. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. I one time went to drag con and I was in a Jason mask. Can you just I drop? remember that. That's you were like fun. a pink jumpsuit, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the only way you can really get around. It's fun, right? And then I would just, you know, yeah, because because also I like free shit. Yeah. So I'm trying to make my round. You're like, hey, bro. Yeah, I can't do either drag con this year, so I'm gonna miss it. But this is the first ones I've ever missed. Are you doing drag con UK? No, I'm on oh. tour because I'm touring the UK in the spring. So oh, it doesn't make sense to go. And yeah. you're like a fucking. You've been like a drag con hero. I've done but, every drag and con. And you'll sit at your booth for like eight all three full days. hours. Do full, and just I do full go eight do hours of meeting. Yeah. You do every interview back. too. Uh-huh. I do every piece of press. You like to work. Yeah, I don't care. God, like far be it for me to be too good for anything. Who taught you that work ethic? I don't know. Uh, well, my grandpa was a plumber and he'd be up every day at like four. And he'd be home by noon, done with work. Damn. Also, I don't do it for nobody. I didn't have doting parents or anything like that. So like everything for myself. Right. That's so awesome. People want to talk to me great because there'll be a day when people don't care to talk to you. You know, never turn down You're press in my so, life. Like smart, it's true. <laughs> like normal. I'll do it's any so any podcast. Yeah, see, Ugh. here you are. You came on as long as our snap. You were you were very nice when when we were texting and you were like, I promise you, I'm not I'm not trying to skip. I had out to reschedule. Yeah, yeah, didn't I? No, I mean you just were busy. Mm-hmm. You've been booked. You have asked several times. Yeah. That's sometimes when people I, I have to say no twice. I'm like, God, they're gonna think I'm just being nice. No. Sometimes I just I thought am. you were busy. <laughs> no, I, I was busy. I was busy. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Well, well thanks thank so much for coming. being here. This has been so Woo! much fun. Thanks for taking uh, so some time out of your busy you day. have a special on iTunes. Yeah, you can check out Skinny Legend, my stand-up special on iTunes. My movie, Tricks Me Tell Moving Parts, is everywhere you can find movies. Your uh, albums? My albums. Two burbs? And, yep. My new record, Barbara, comes out in 2020. Fun. Is my, it Barbara or Barber? Barbara. Barbara. Um, and is then it my, Barbara or Barbara? <laughs> it's Kind of Barbara, but yeah. Barbara. My tour, Grown Up, is all over the world and over the U.S. coming in the spring. And um, I need my cosmetics are out right now. Treat yourself. It's holiday season. What again. a fun uh, little laundry list of work that you've I got going I always got something on. to sell. Yes. yes. Because you're always, you know, you're a business. You're always trying to see what's going to hit. Mm-hmm. Me, Who's going to hit you next? Probably Hopefully my boyfriend. A car, yeah. <laughs> Another car. A car I need and a more scooter. Money. Didn't you get hit on a scooter? Yeah. In drag. No, not no. <laughs> I got into a car accident and dragged. Oh my god! How often do you use your bird scooter? Not enough. Never. <laughs> um, probably a good like twice a month. 
They just sent me a. I'm, gonna, I'm actually gonna get a bird scooter soon. Really? Oh, work? Yes. Yeah, because t- they heard me complaining about it, and then I talked to somebody there. Well, they messaged me, and they're like, "Look, just stop riding Lime scooters." And then they sent me $150 of bird credits, and they're like, "Just post five times, and we'll send you a scooter." Oh. Yeah, I have like a. a well, a there's some deal. YouTube content for your. Uh... Channel. I could teach you some tricks. Ah, scoot, scoot, motherfuckers. Ah, scoot, scoot, goddamn. Well, thanks for being here. You can find me on Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram. You can find me at Spiciest Meatball or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And our show is at Sloppy Pod. Make sure you subscribe. We have new episodes every Friday, and we will be going strong through the holiday season and the new year, so not skipping any Friday. So that's it. Anything else? No, that's all. Okay. Bye. Bye. Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a Forever Dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our logo art was drawn by Christian Cimarron. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. Forever. Forever.